Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Good Faith Idea Exchange. For today's episode, we are going to be talking about diversity and casting. I think, you know, you all are aware that, especially more recently, amid uh, some issues with uh, The Little Mermaid, um, that Lord of the Rings series on Amazon, you know, issues of diversity and casting um, amid movies and TV shows has um, come back toward the forefront um, in popular culture. So, um, yeah, this is a conversation about that with uh, Tyler Kerrigan and um, Aaron Desjardins. Hope you guys enjoy it. Jumping right into it, this has been sort of an issue in, you know, movies and TV for, you know, quite a while now. But um, it was brought back to light more recently and um, this controversy surrounding The Little Mermaid. You know, I guess a lot of people had um, took issue with in The Little Mermaid, especially when the teaser trailer was released, seeing that Ariel was not was played by um, a black woman, an African-American woman. Whereas in the 1989 original, um, animated original, you know, she has whiter skin. Um, and then uh, there's, there was also a bit of controversy surrounding um, this Lord of the Rings uh, TV show on Amazon. So, um, yeah, let's jump right into it on that. So, um, first of all, you know, Tyler, is there anything you like to say about yeah, that i'll jump in um well i actually i mean I, it makes me wonder like when it comes to this stuff like why is this like you said like hey this has been a hot button topic for a little while but like what do we think like caused like the start of this new or maybe it's not new right but maybe now everyone hears about it and sees it but like what what do you think was like maybe the start of the conversation around like we need to start changing up franchises um i think it, i mean it brings up a couple of things for me number one i think hollywood's lazy and no one wants to write new content anymore right so there's all these remakes and you know and even the ones that we love as classics like the remakes of something from the past or whatever right but like it just it it would be interesting to try and nail down like why do we think that this has turned into like does anybody have an opinion on what they think maybe started this new like hey well we're going to reshoot this movie but we're going to do this in a way that uh is more inclusive of basically uh, people of color or yeah i don't know well, um shoot. i i do i do have an opinion but dj's there it looks like you wanted to say something i have a, a pretty large opinion about it um okay so and this is my theory this is my tinfoil hat theory about why they remake old movies that raked in a bunch of money and then flip them to change whether all female cast or changing um like the race of the cast or whatever and i think it's they're just pandering to a certain trend going on right now to break in more money with lot not a lot of effort because the content was it doesn't always work though and no most of the time it does not work because it's not an original idea it's like um, a great example of this is like Black Panther is an amazing movie. It's an original idea. It's a great movie. Well executed. Now, if they made, remade like Thor, 
and it made him a different race, it would not be as good as Black Panther, right? Because it's not an original content. They're just remaking it and putting a sticker on it, and it just doesn't work out very well. Um, a couple different ones like that have succeeded is like Spider-Man Miles Morales. That great, like Into the Spider-Verse is fantastic. It's amazing, but, that, but it's an original idea. But it's an original idea, and also the whole concept of Spider-Man was you couldn't see any of his skin when he's wearing a suit. He could be anybody, right? They, and then they successfully built off that and created completely original content. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, it raked in a bunch of money. Like being authentic mm-hmm. will earn its keep in the end, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I actually agree with that. I think that you're onto something there. Like if you think about there's certain ways that you can do things where like it feels forced. And I think when it feels forced is when people start to have an issue. I mean, I even think about, I mean, moving forward, Captain America is a black man now, right? Like that's a thing, but it's also like, it was really well done in Captain America. And the, well, well, hold on. Was it winter soldier and the Falcon or Falcon and the winter, you know, I'm talking Falcon about the, the winter soldier. Winter soldier. Yeah. I, I thought it was beautifully done. I thought it was really well done. Um, I'm sure that there's going to be some people out there that are going to have issues with that, but I thought that was really I, well done. What's up? I, I no, I, I have to say too. Um, one difference in that is um, there was a there there was a little less um, controversy, I guess you could say, whatever word you want to use surrounding that, because in the source material, which a lot of people like to look at, um, especially mm-hmm. the hardcore fans. Yeah. Um, that was already in the comic books. Um, Captain America eventually gives up his shield and he gives it to Sam. Um, So, you know, and it's funny because I remember in like the comments section, there were some people who were initially like, oh, here we go with this woke crap again. And they were being set straight by other people in the comments section, like a lot of the hardcore fans going, this noob has no idea what he's talking about or she's talking about and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, confident, ignorant people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with what what you're saying right now, Tyrone, I think is probably my opinion on 90% of these issues, but you're sticking to source material. So this brings us back to the Lord of the Rings stuff, which is the new half half a billion dollar Amazon controversy. And I've watched, I've, I've watched all of it. Have you guys, either one of you seen it yet? No. I have to watch the first episode. Okay. So I think it's pretty well done. Um, like it's, it's entertaining enough as a, a big Lord of the Rings fan. My wife and I watch the movies extended cut every year together. We sit down and we watch them. Not all in one go, obviously, cause I'm not a teenager anymore, but like, we love those movies. I read the books. Um, I'm a big fan. Like I have a, I, I'm just a big fan is, is what I'm trying to say. Um, and I think the, the thing that Amazon, I th- the thing that they fucked up in my opinion is that they've isolated their audience. Whereas Marvel, they stuck to their source material. And so the hardcore fans were happy with the, the Captain America switch because that's, it's true to the material. I think that, the the Tolkien stuff, the really crazy part is that like 
the showrunners instead of admitting that like you know what like we did try and shoehorn in a bunch of like diversity and inclusion into this because it's what this is the you know culture we live in now and this is something that we wanted to do instead of just owning that like they've tried to like stretch Tolkien's like ideas to fit this thing that they've done and they happen to have a show that's really really beautiful but it's not super well written like the characters some of the stuff is just so silly and 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 the fans are mad about it like fans are like what the hell is this um but instead of like trying to acknowledge like you know what like maybe we cared more about the the diversity inclusion than we did writing you know the writing uh and and the script and things like that i i the thing that companies fuck up with really is that they they do stuff that isolates the core fans of the franchise of whatever it is so the witcher series is another one that happened with that a little bit where like the hardcore fans have read the books they know all of the lore they've played all the games you know fringilla vigo is supposed to literally be like identical to yennefer uh you know that like they were rumored to be cousins and stuff like that and in the tv show yennefer is pretty true to the book she's a white lady with raven hair and violet eyes Fringilla Vigo is clearly a black lady, which in the source material, they're supposed to be almost identical twins, right? And so this is one of those times where racial casting is just shoehorned in. And then when people don't like it, they're like, oh, you're a racist. You're a bigot. And it's like, you didn't stick to the fucking material guy. (laughs) Like, Well, um, I mean, that's what I think is, is. egregious sometimes when it comes to like I think that's what's going on with Lord of the Rings they they went outside of the source material and I mean I don't know what's up what are your thoughts okay so I I, I also think that um, you know with that it, it, it also kind of differs from situation to situation sometimes you know for something like that like I remember there were and I think the Hunger Games movie, there were like a, there was there was a couple characters who I think they were like they were African American, and I think they were initially white in the in the in the original books. But you know, in certain cases, if it's, I mean, if 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 it's not something that's really altering your story or having like a really big impact on your story. Um, you know, the, the, the path that your, that your movie, your TV show, whatever it might be is taking. Um, I don't think it's like that. I don't think it's like, you know, something to get too upset about. Um, and the reason I say that is because the little mermaid, for instance, you know, you take the little mermaid and, um, you know, someone might not like the fact that, you know, that that this character was originally white in this in this initial movie, and now all of a sudden they're African American, but or now all of a sudden they're black. But you know, you take that you know at the end of the day that that's a kids' movie. You know, it, it's it's for five, six, seven, eight year old kids. Um, you know, nine, ten year old kids, and those those kids who are watching that movie, um, I guarantee you, if those kids, you know are not really familiar with the controversy surrounding that they're probably going to watch that movie and just be like, 
Yes, like some six, seven-year-old girl is probably going to see it and be like, oh, Ariel's so beautiful or something like that. You know, that's probably all, that's probably all they're going to say about Ariel, you know. Um, but if they have somehow, maybe they've overheard their parents talking about that or complaining about that, they're probably going to have something to say about it, too. Then that then that's when they might have something to say, like. You know, hey, Ariel's, uh, you know, looks like this. And why does she have to look like that and all this? And But anyway. The um, flip side to that, though, what you're saying is that kids essentially don't care. And it's a kid's movie, so who cares? So uh, you could argue, then why change it at all? You know what I mean? Like, if kids are just going to watch it and be like, that was great. And they are, because children come away from things like the Sonic movie and they say it was amazing, which means they have no taste in film. Um... You know what I mean? Like they're they're going to be happy. They went to the movies. They got to eat snacks. They're watching an animated cartoon story that's going to have songs and stuff like that, right? Kids don't give a shit. So that said, well, why change it at all, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, representation you know, is was, the argument, right? Right. And with something that you were saying earlier, DJ, about um, you know, you had mentioned uh, Black Panther. Like, I don't think anybody would want to necessarily see um <laughs> me you know black panther 3 starring you know Liam Hemsworth yeah, yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, something like that you know yep. um i don't think uh anyone you know i don't think people are going to be too happy when that with hypothetically that and, if that happens what do you think is the outcry oh massive um, oh my god <laughs> that uh you that you have this um character from um this fictional location in Africa who is supposed to be this African king or you know I guess queen now or whatever I don't know but um they're supposed to be the leader of this of this place and they're white and they're not black right, right. which would which would be the same sort of issue that you know you would probably hear from people you know being so concerned about the lord of the rings now the other well, thing that i can yeah i was going to say the witcher might be a better example because it's based on a fictional time and place but like the, everyone knows it was supposed to be like polish um mm-hmm. like old school slavic lore kind of stuff uh whereas like lord of the rings is literally so high fantasy that because of the author like there aren't really any like black people written into the show which actually that's not true there's uh in the original stories the south uh like the people from the south i forget exactly what they're called um there's an entire race of people that are like from the southlands um and they are supposed they are written as having like um you know dark skin um and it's like a saudi arabian kind of culture like that vibe right but i don't i don't know that they're it's just written that they were like darker darker of skin kind of thing okay now th- this, I, this. you see what i'm saying like the middle yeah. earth is literally so high fantasy that saying that it's based on a real place would be hard to make the argument whereas wakanda's the, the word sounds african you know what i mean even though it's okay. totally made up <laughs> Now, I do I do want to put this out there, too. Um, there was another thing I wanted to say, but I just want to get put this out there real quick. Um, and there, there's a point to this, but it's going to take a second. Um, sure. So back in like 2002, 2003, whatever it was, um, I was like huge on the on the PlayStation 2. I was like, PlayStation 2 is all is is, is the shit. Fuck Xbox, blah, 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 blah. 
And then eventually I got an Xbox to play Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. I was super ready for that game. I literally got the system for that game and Halo as well, but especially Knights of the Old Republic. And um, then um, Knights of the Old Republic came out. And the, one of the things that, that I actually especially loved was the character creator. The fact that I could create my own character and put my own created character into this massive sweeping story that's unfolding across all these different planets and all this stuff. And, um, you know, when I, you know, at that time, I only really had the original Star Wars trilogy to look off of. And, you know, maybe like one, I think there had been like one and maybe Attack of the Clones was coming out or had just come out or something like that. And, um, you know, at that point up until then, in Star Wars, I'd only really ever seen, when it came to humans, white people portrayed as humans. And um, the only no, Jenna, black character... I think you had Lando, but that was it. Right. Um, and I was about to say, um, the only black character really was, who had any sort of important role was Lando Calrissian. Mm-hmm. And he betrayed everybody, you know? Like, even though... You can mm, argue, you can argue semantics about it. In general, he's the one black character in the in the movies, and he betrays everyone. You know, so you know, for me, watching that as you know a, a young black man, I was like, man, and this, this kind of sucks that there's no one like me, and the only and the only ones like this scoundrel pirate who you know turns on his friends and everything. And, um, you know, when I created my character, I created someone who looked like me mm-hmm. and put, you know, that person in there. And it felt so good to have someone like me, you know, not even, you know, he didn't have to necessarily be like super powerful or anything, but just someone who reminded me of myself, clever, quick, not necessarily, you know, and all this stuff, but not quick. Anyway, I guess clever, point- but clever and quick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, I guess my point is that, um, you know, sometimes, you know, if you're someone who doesn't get to see someone that looks like you too often, you know, it does feel good when you get to see that. Now, with that being said, one thing I did, well, I'm, hold on. I'm, I know. One, That's why I raised my hand. <laughs> with, with that being said, one thing I really think needs to change is with like for instance you know we we started seeing a lot more of this especially around 2020 and Mm -hmm. mid 2020 with everything that happened during that time and we got a lot you know there were a lot of changes that took place that personally i feel context everything that happened that was the george floyd Floyd year right okay yes in the context of all of that Cool. I feel like there were a lot of changes that took place that did not really make any substantial difference for the African American community. Um, you know, and Tyler, you and I have talked about this before. But, so, so um, what do you mean? Everybody had black power fists in their t- Twitter profiles. That didn't change your life? Anyway, um, you know, changing the name of Angelina Pancake Syrup did not change our lives, no. Are you kidding um, me, dude? So, uh, <laughs> it's a national treasure. I thought that was going to help. 
Shut up, Tyler. So anyway. All right, I'm done. Sarcasm. <laughs> People are going to be like, I fucking hate that white guy. He's an asshole. <laughs> Damn it. What was I about to say? See, you threw me off, man. Um, I apologize with what? scathing sarcasm. No. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, yeah, I guess my point is that, um, that w- one of those changes came in the form of the entertainment industry and, you know, trying to take characters that, you know, had long since sort of been run as, you know, white and, or, you know, not even necessarily just white, sometimes male and trying to turn them maybe even female or something different, you know? And I think um, that a lot, all, all, you know, that change that was not necessarily, you know, like for instance, in DC, you have characters like Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman, you know, and Superman's been around forever. Batman's been around forever. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to take those characters and suddenly, you know, turn them black is one thing. But taking a character that, you know, is original and has always been black, like Static, for instance. I was about to say is Static Shock. a DC comic superhero. And trying to develop that character more and, you know, maybe even try and get to the point that you come out with a movie for that character. Yeah, I think stuff like that is maybe even more important right now. Um, You know, really having original, you know, maybe more original black stories. Yeah, I I will say that out of all, yeah, of all the DC movies I want to be made, which aren't very many because DC is not, extremely good at making movies. Uh, but stack shock was one of my favorite TV shows as a kid. And I would, I know they hinted at it a couple of years ago, but I never heard anything yet. And I'm, I'm really excited. I hope they, I hope they make stack shock. I loved that show growing up. Yeah. Yeah. I had a couple of thoughts while you were talking. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to try and keep these concise. Cause this topic is one of those where it like, as it touches things, it continues to like, it just spawn uh-huh. conversation points. Right. But, going back to like your example of playing KOTOR for the first time and wanted to create a character that looked like you. I can identify with that. Like I don't think in any game where there's like a custom character creator, I can't remember a time when I was like, Oh, let me, let me try and role play a black guy. Um, and it's because I don't know what it's like to be black. Like I have no idea what that would be like, how you would think, how you'd feel. Like, I have no reference point for that, right? So you were like, hey, you know what? I want to make a black Jedi. This would be awesome, right? But, like, does that make you racist for not wanting to play a white guy? Like, do you, what yeah. do you think about it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because on the flip side of that, if if a character was shoved down your throat, like, that you can't identify with, you, you'd be like, eh. I, well... <laughs> See, this is where this topic is just, it's so damn difficult because I think the same thing. Like if I was playing a game where like every character, I'm I'm trying to, DJ, if you can think of anything as I'm talking, uh, shout out. I can't think of a character, a game where every character is generally black. Mafia 3. Okay. I haven't played that, but. Uh, That's okay. A game, but Mafia 3, you're uh, ex-army Vietnam vet. And he's, yeah, I've seen the trailer, so it looks really well done. Yeah, he's half black, and it's all about that, like, it's in New Orleans, well, it's fake New Orleans, but it's all mm-hmm. about, there's a lot of, uh, like, 
uh, cultural stuff in that game vice the other two games. Yeah. Well, I guess what my point was going to be is, is getting around to is that I think we should, as a society, stop penalizing people um, for wanting representation. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that for people to want to identify with characters that look like them. Um, because truthfully, unless you have the experience of being white or black, right, it's hard to identify unless that specific character is super well fleshed out. All right. And this concludes uh, this episode of the Good Faith Idea Exchange, our conversation about diversity and casting. Stay tuned next week. I will be talking with these same guys, and we will be chatting about um, President Biden's pardon on uh, federal marijuana convictions, um, and also the possibility of... Um, you know, big changes as far as uh, marijuana's placement as a uh, Schedule One drug. Stay tuned, and um, also um, feel free to um, subscribe, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Overcast or Spotify, however you listen, um, feel free to subscribe and um Feel free to give it a rating, whatever you feel the show deserves. Anyway, that's pretty much it for me, so have a great day, everyone.